Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are y'all doing? My God, do I hope you're doing well. And welcome once again to AEW Mash here on the Midweek Mash Tatty Sportscast. Must be the middle of the week because we have got some AEW wrestling to shoot the old proverbial about with a dynamite card that is filling up for the Grand Slam show in the Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's another important week, lads, and there's plenty to talk about. More epic encounters, more questionable decisions. Christ, let's just get into it. But first, let me tell you, AEW Mash is one of the many podcast parts which, when formed together, make the mega powers that is the midweek Mash Tatty Sports cast. You can find us across all social media and on all streaming platforms. You want to support the guys? Well, you could. You could go to Buy Me A Coffee Leave a wee donation if you so please, but if you don't want it, that's okay. Just get your wee streaming app there and leave us... Five stars, baby! Boom! Thank you very much if you did. If you didn't, well, that's okay as well. But as always, I am joined this week, as usual, by my two friends from either side of the pond. It is Macho Mick and Hulk Curvy Brother. Yeah! Hello, how are we doing? Oh yeah. Lads, how are you going on? Not bad, man, not bad. Plenty. Plenty Straight away here, huh? Effectively. What, what, what? what? Sorry? (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? Tune over some of this wrestling that we've been watching on a wrestling podcast. Ah, indeed. There's a lot going on. It, it was an AEW Dynamite that was effectively bookended with main events. We had yep. the, two. the World Title Eliminator mm-hmm. semi-finals. Aye? We, had, we had John Moxley versus Sammy Guevara opening the show and we had Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson finishing the show. Yep. Exciting stuff. I think first place will just start as the beginning. As you would do with anything. Usually, usually a good place to start. It's usually a good place to start. I'm sure that's where the song says, isn't it? That bloody do me song. Start at the beginning. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do, man. do me Mick. Sammy Guevara, John Moxley, lads. How do we feel about it straight up, straight out? No, how... There's going to be a recurring theme here. No, how I would have booked yep. it. But at the same oh, time... Oh, here we go. At the same time, no matter it. I can see what they're doing. And it was a good, it was a good enough match with Oxlade Guevara. I think you can always you can always guarantee Sammy Guevara to turn up and pull in a show, whether you like his booking or not, whether you like That's his character. In ring, he is as good as it gets. Really, as far as a worker goes, just about yep. lifted lifted himself to the level of occasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right result, I would say so. Probably going into this this uh, massive show in the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Top star in the company currently, I would, in I would terms say. Of, John uh, in terms of a clean finish, certainly the right result. I think there would have been public outcry if uh, Guevara had got a clean pin. Oh, God. But no. um, again, I, I think if I'm booking things, I'm going with the story of Jericho and Guevara in the final. Um, I, I, like, I like the idea of teammates in the final, creating a bit of drama. But yep. I would have went... Jericho Appreciation Society rather than BCC. Ah, I see you would have chose the other Aye, team. Interesting um, kind of post-match stuff though. Have you seen Sammy's uh, social media? Nope. Oh, then let me inform I th- you. Boys. I feel like I read something, <laughs> but I don't... He's, I don't... Blacked, he's blacked every now. Oh. He's removed, all, he's removed all AEW mention. The only thing on there is how to book him and Ty. Okay. And he put up a very interesting post. Oh, on Instagram, on Twitter, everywhere. Okay, it was a quote. It was a quote originally. So I hope you live the life you are proud of, and if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. And then he goes on to say, "We came up short last night. It is what it is. Thank you to everyone who has helped me get to this point. It's been a hell of a ride. Where we go next? Where we? Where we go? Where we go next? We go with faith. Thank you all." And every, every picture that he's put up in that post is in black or white. One, the opening picture is we post four pictures, Cody Rhodes and him shaking hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake. He is, he is a Cody Rhodes guy. Mm-hmm. He's also been in AEW now for three years. So his deal could be up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, he, is he a free agent? 
Interesting. I mean, to be fair, he's an ideal candidate for WWE 2.0, like Triple H. It's perfect for WWE. Would, uh, right. would welcome him with open arms. I don't think nice. I don't think he's going to get the love that he, he, he might want over there. Even with Triple H in charge, I don't think Guevara is a guy that will get a massive push to the top of the card. Um, I think he'll get some good TV time. I think he'll be in a lot of fun matches, but he's he's much better sort of situated than AEW in terms of if if he's got any desire to be a champion because Tony Khan will at some point when it kind of suits him he will at some point give him a push and he will put another belt on him. How big a blow is it to AEW if he goes, like, perception-wise? Mm. I mean, it doesn't look great that one of, the, one of the pillars are a jumping ship, if that is the it's case. It's a pretty bad thing, isn't it? Like, mm. that's what I would say, ultimately, it's... It's inevitable. It's the business. It is the business. Um, it's inevitable that a homegrown star, once they've got a big enough name, they go elsewhere for more money that's no shocking that is the wrestling business but at this point in time AEW could be doing without that they could be doing with their so called pillars um, really kind of standing strong aye aye it's um, I think I think the public perception is just what they don't need right now mm-hmm. it would be another it would continue the boost the love in for WWE Certainly, like it's another mm-hmm. big body blow. Like it's one of their top mid carders, effectively. Mm-hmm. Potentially leaving. Is he leaving? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what the plan is there. What what the what the intention is in the blackout? Whether it's just to drum up a bit of interest and a character change in AEW? Possibly. I'm not sure. No sure. What the but the outcome is there maybe it's, maybe it's just I a wee tease know, that, that this is the kind uh, of I think beginning of the end for the GAS uh, that's that's what I was yeah I, this could be what's got to happen next isn't it it's going to be mm-hmm. them just going into nuclear melting or something mm-hmm. that's what, I, I think maybe that's what it is I don't know I don't think I don't think he's going to leave I'm, obviously, I could be wrong, but I, I think this is just uh, one of them drumming up intre- uh, aye, interest, get mm-hmm. people talking. You know, doing his job. Yeah, we better. And I uh, well, that's <laughs> also true. Aye, that's also true. I feel like he wouldn't have either wouldn't have been included, or he would have lost in the first round if he was in the way. Out the he door. wouldn't even have went to the semis. Mm-hmm. So I think that his booking in the last few weeks kind of tells me that Tony Khan's no sort of like pissed off at him or trying to trying to uh, what's the word tank him in any way because um, mm-hmm. so. interestingly I believe Kingston and Guevara has been added to oh, AEW Grand Slam again aye, that's right so it has um, they, they, they did the, the video package where the Kingston cutting the promo and Guevara and that matches back on they're doing it at aye so they're, they're going to run that back yeah. now aye apparently mm, so there is that Aye, it's a it's a weird thing I've got mm. to say. I suppose we'll find out soon enough. Aye. Like, mm-hmm. Effectively. We will find out. Main event, lads. The other main event. The last main event. Not the first main event. <laughs> the actual I don't know main how you describe it. The actual main <laughs> event. Jericho versus Danielson 2. Was this was this a bit of diminishing returns, I think, because we'd seen it as recently. Like I enjoyed it. How did we feel about this? You enjoyed it more. I thought like, it was okay. a. I thought it was a better match. I don't think it was perfect by any measure, but I thought it was a a, a better match. I preferred the, the story of this match. Um, Hard hitting man. The last the last one felt too forced because like they were still in the hill. Um, you know, our last survivor is Drew Hart Stungeon and Aye. I wasn't into that as much. Like, it was an alright match at the pay-per-view, but I preferred this version. Um, I would have preferred they didn't go straight back to the well and they booked around about that and, you know, put the brackets Aye. together a wee bit different. I don't think we needed it again. Aye. But I'm not mad no, at it. I, I enjoyed it. I, that's where I kind of sat with it. It didn't offend me. It didn't, didn't get me overly excited as a match, but it was, it was of a high standard, as you'd expect with, the, with these two. Mm-hmm. It's 
Although one one bit of science though that that kind of just tickled me the wrong way a wee bit. Danielson hurts his foot, potentially selling a broken foot or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Why is he taking his shoe off? Because <laughs> <laughs> if I rem- if I, if I remember correctly, if you've broken your foot. Unless you're literally in a hospital, do not remove that fucking shoe, right. or your foot's going to turn into a bloody something like Prince Charles's fingers, man. <laughs> Effectively, it's just going to blow up. Well, the King Charles, my mistake. It's just going to blow up. <laughs> mm. Well, a bloody balloon animal. Typically, if you're if you're wearing a shoe or a boot or whatever, and you there's potential you're broken bones and stuff, you you, you leave that shit where it is until a medical professional. Can check it out. <laughs> you do not look. Mm. <laughs> but it is a, it's an old wrestling trope it's been done many a time aye aye um, aye I think that if, visually it would have been better and potentially made more sense if Jericho went out and stripped the boot and everything off him that, um, see that's that's what I would have changed maybe but, aye yeah. aye I mean that's that's Monday morning quarterbacking as they say <laughs> like during during it Good enough match though, certainly. <laughs> so fi- final is now set. Danielson yeah. versus Moxley for the yeah. world title in the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Marquee match. What do you think about it? Does it draw in? I, I, know, I actually noticed this week their audience was up again towards the 1.2 million viewer kind of mark. Mm-hmm. Do you think this brings in the numbers? I, I actually heard through the week there that the Arthur Ashe Stadium show isn't in fact sold out the way it was last year. Oh, that's interesting. Like mm. going in, going into the week, they hadn't, they hadn't sell like the, I mean, obviously last year it was like, it was 20,000 tickets were sold. It was literally as full as the house could be. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, not so much. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. In terms of the, the match, I mean, Realistically, at this moment in time, with suspensions, etc., the biggest stars in the company are pretty much down to Mox, Danielson, and Jericho. Um, you know, there's others that have got big names, but in the you know, like to the the layman, yeah, um, Danielson and, and Jericho are probably the two sort of most well known, and then Mox coming in just behind them. Um, I think the booking of this match they've got a big decision to make you could have it done in a sort of very sporting manner like shake hands before and after the match happens and there's no real carry over in terms of story certainly no short term but then they could also go down the road of one of them gets a bit heelish and has to cheat to win that causes drama or just the, the mere fact that one guy bests the other guy that causes jealousy and drama so potentially we could start to see some dissension in the ranks of BCC after this. Oh, there's some there's some story room to kind of move into certainly with it. It's it could be an interesting kind of step next to see where they go with who, whoever is champion. Mm-hmm. MGF, of course, is the the option three. I think again that seems to be getting hinted at. Uh, I have I have a serious feeling. That the winner between these two is going to win five minutes before the show is done. Uh-huh. This will this will obviously main event the the dynamite next week. I would imagine. I mean, if it doesn't, why? But <laughs> it will. It will main event dynamite yep. next week. And I get the feeling one of them is going to pin the other at five two, like Aye. five minutes left. And I think that's when we're going to get the swerve. I think there's going to be a swerve coming. Mm-hmm. As much as it'd be cool to see Danielson as a world champion again, and Moxley largely deserves it, like due to the nonsense yep. and how he lost it, like the post kind of pay per view part that we've spoken about consistently for the past couple of weeks. Mm. I think I think there's a big wrestling book and swerve come. I, kinda I do wonder if they go the the money in the bank style route. I think that's what's going to happen. And just as. Mox is about to beat Danielson or vice versa that's when MJF's music hits and he inserts himself into the match makes it a triple threat um, and, and he gets he kind of steals the pinfall victory as it were aye I, I get the feeling you, no matter who wins it's going to be all this it's going to be this stable the firm coming down and battering the mm. two of them 
and then yep. MGF music's going to hit, and then the crowd's going to either boo like they should, or they're going to cheer because every, everybody seems to want the MGF title run. Uh, but for better or for worse. The interesting thing, weird thing, crazy thing, even is that it's been announced that there's also going to be a battle royale to crown a number one contender. I think. Uh, for the next one after MGF, if I could be on before MGF. So you, you've you've got MGF sitting with this golden ticket already, effectively, and then they're also going to have a, a battle royale. Ah, so there's going to be so, two. There's going to be two golden tickets. That very much leads you to believe that well, MGF's golden ticket isn't lasting much longer then, because you don't you can't have two number one contenders. Aye, mm-hmm. I think I think you're there. You're right there. I think they're showing their hand. Yep. I think that's. I think there's going to be a new champion as a heel and then you've got your minor feud to jump straight into yep possibly um, whoever it could be so question is is somebody like Wardlow in this battle royale do we know the contenders yet I don't think it's been announced yet has it who's um, actually in the battle royale good question I remember the only thing sorry the only thing I remember about it is the the, uh, the Dark Order plus Hangman Page or doing the Batman the, the, the the backstage interview and they were talking about it and they were all saying that they were going to win it so it looks oh, like the follow the dark order is going to be in it so potentially Hangman has to beat John Silver or somebody to win seems like something they might be setting up with that so then that oh, does... so that's going to be an AEW Rampage as well so that's mm. going to come after Aye. so then does that mean it's Hangman versus MJF is the feud? With Dark Order sort of dissension in the ranks being the, the backstory? Aye. Possibly. Curious. It is very curious indeed. I know I noticed that um Lance Archer's potentially back for the Battle Royale as well, with the looks of it. They they always seem to roll him into tune just in they time. Just for roll these him out. <laughs> 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 Minor feud. Who? Who? What, I mean, who can we have? Who can we have? Tony and Tony's like Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Lance Archer. <laughs> no, but we always do that, Tony. We always book him, and he looks shite now because of it. Lance Archer. Just find Lance Archer for me. He's not caring. Mm. It's going to be Lance Archer. <laughs> Comes out, throws a wee job out, and then gets pinned. <laughs> Shooters down right in the center. <laughs> Everybody pins me. <laughs> Effectively, uh, I wonder what they do here. Real Lance Archer, <laughs> Christ the, Almighty! This is the, this is the the, the, the telling sort of time. Like they've swerved for the drama well. They've put together a few shows now, pretty well. Aye, aye, that's very true. But now they're about to crown a champion, and they have to then set a feud in place, even if it's a short term thing. They need to start the wheels moving towards the next pay-per-view. They have to start setting up the storylines for that. So there's a wee bit of pressure on this. The outcome of both Dynamite and Rampage is going to kind of set the tone for the next six weeks or so. Aye. So very interested to see what route they go. They, they seem to have the cards on the table. They can play a hand which leads to possibly a wee bit of drama with BCC but without a world title in place because they can have MJF step in and he can he can do the title run um, which kind of puts BCC on the back burner slightly in, in terms of the world title picture but maybe that then gives them a storyline that, that pulls them away for JAS mm. um, but aye, I don't know but then they're also could potentially go- be a very bad night for BCC by the way we we, um, the Ring of Honor world title being on. I get, I get the feeling Castagnoli is going to drop that title. I think I just, I, I have that feeling as well. Chris Jericho and Castagnoli cutting the promo on one another. Mm-hmm. Obviously in the rampage, and that was that was an announced match. Mm. The Dynamite card is incredible, by the way. I mean, that is a pay per view card. Five matches, every one of them a title match. Oh, you've uh, you've got you've got the Ford way for the women's title, right? That's wild, man. I see. I and that too. Obviously, you've got Tony Storm, Brett Baker, Athena, and Serena all going for the women's title. Yeah. 
and then you've got the tag title rematch. Are the tree are the tree was belts on the line. No, um, no, no, because Pack is against Orange Cassidy for oh, the that's right, that's right. Which again, you wonder how that goes. What do you make uh, that that wee backstage segment where Orange Cassidy punches out Pack? Loved it. <laughs> Hilarious. Totally off character for him to just <laughs> smash a guy, but brilliant. I, I thought it was weird. <laughs> it was so random. You just saw the hand mm-hmm. bang. <laughs> Down he goes. <laughs> random as fuck. Because it's, it's, to- it's very off character about him, but then I kind of like that he's got a wee bit of badassery on the Orange Cassidy. Mm. Like he's always had that weak and I edge to him. Aye. Like in matches as well, where when he when he kicks off, it's 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 dead exciting. Aye. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a great match to run back, by the way. If you haven't oh. seen their match at Revolution in 2020, it's it is an absolute spectacle. That was the moment Orange Cassidy truly arrived as a a national level kind of main main event wrestler, like right. as a guy who can go on TV and in pay per views, like it was. Outstanding, outstanding. Pack won that night as well. So again, you wonder if this changes because <laughs> they seem to be lining up the next feud ready to go with Ethan Page. Hmm. What did you think of the fun? There's a question because <laughs> obviously that <laughs> MJF came out and cut a a heelish promo. Uh, he avoided all the bidding wars kind of talk this week mainly. Didn't really talk about mm. that as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank God to be honest. But he then handed off to his good friend Stokely Hathaway that he's known since he was mm-hmm. 19. Yep. And uh, Stoke, Stokely Hathaway, I mean, the notes I've got, great talker, but nobody cared. Mm. Fair. I think we'd probably sum it up <laughs> for, for poor Stokely. And Stokely is a great talker, but it's the biggest who cares faction gone. William Morrissey doesn't know he wants to be there. <laughs> Just look miserable. Just look, just look like <laughs> fucking hell. New WWE's good. I've just put my arse in the contract and new WWE's good. <laughs> Fuck. That's what his face said. <laughs> the week, the week after, <laughs> he looked miserable. Oh, God. He's never really had a As, good mean face, though. I well, William Morrissey, no. Uh, it's probably the one thing that lets him down is he's... He's, he's never he's really been able to jobs. mean mug... He's always looked a bit of a big silly bugger, but he can he can go. <laughs> he's a monster. Aye, he's great wrestler, aye, as far as it goes. But no, that he looked he looked miserable. He looked like get me the fuck out of here. This mm-hmm. is dying. Wait, ass boys. Who's gonna uh, like the ass God, boys? I don't know. Wait, <laughs> that's just that's just r- strange that <laughs> they're in a group kind of form. Um, Harvey, what's, what's, what's your take on this? <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. There uh, you go. That's um, <laughs> is what it is. I, feel like- I mean, he did try to to talk it up, like by saying mm. that. Um, um, fuck! What did he say about um? What's his name? Jesus Christ! It's going to come to me. Moriarty. <laughs> 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 Uh, not Morrissey Moriarty is it gone um, Ethan Page aye Moriarty sorry aye Moriarty right. you're Moriarty. right he's like you know it's time for him to become a star and and um, pure title they're like, talking about for him aye. yeah the pure title and that and aye like and the guns like coming out of their dad's shadow and all that pish like yeah he's trying to do but it's just aye yeah. aye so he's, he's tried to hype them on <laughs> in a direction mm-hmm. but it's one oh, of the people like, actually want uh, to see them. Like Ethan, Ethan Page. Uh, Ethan Page, like, he wants to get, what, the Atlantic Championship? Aye. Like, aye, uh, that kind of stuff. Like, all right, okay. You're trying to make it seem like you've got folk who have ambition and, you know, have drive to get to the top, but mm. I don't think anybody sees them that way, you know. This is a problem. I think, I, I, I kind of take issue with the name. That's my first thing. Because, I don't know what it's like <laughs> in America, but there's... In the UK, there's a lot of connotations of like football hooligans and stuff when you when you say the firm. Aye. Um, 
So I don't think it's a great name unless that's what you're going for. And none of the characters, as it were, none of the, none of the wrestlers that are part of the, the, the firm are particularly kind of thuggish type guys that you'd expect to be in a football firm or whatever. So it doesn't quite add up. Um, I love the, the sort of general idea of it. You know, this kind of... Um, Faction on retainer. Aye, you the, 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 it. it's, yeah. it's almost like uh, what's the, what's the military term? Um, Soldier for hire. Uh, mercenaries. Mercenary. Mercenary. They're, they're like mercenaries. That you know, the thugs for hire or whatever else you would call them. So I like yeah. the idea of that, but I just don't think any of them's really the right fit for for it. Stokely, fair enough. I buy him as the leader, as the you know the businessman type. Um, yeah. but. Other than, I mean, Morrissey, like, his face lets him down, but he's got the body for it. Um, Ethan Page, he's got the look for it if he dressed different, but he dresses like a wannabe male model, and that doesn't quite tie in with it. In my eyes, I don't know, maybe that's just yeah, I... my sort of outlook in life, but he doesn't strike me as somebody that presents himself as a hard man. Which I feel like if you're going with the name of the firm, that needs to be, the, like, it needs to be all, like, sort of cool kind of nonchalant type hard men like you know what I mean it needs to be guys that aren't, there's no fear or emotion in what they're doing it's all mm. money you know what I mean like this is the job this mm. is how much it pays cool no bother um, I, I don't get nice. that way anybody that's that's part of the group and they're all different <laughs> let's just say their they're characters oh, are all over the place your characters I. I think if it was a test, hundred uh, percent, they'd probably get, they'd probably pass on about fifty six percent. Like if you were at uni <laughs> and this was a test and you get fifty six percent, you'd be like, yeah, it's passed. But it wouldn't be that kind of pass. <laughs> Aye, you know what I mean. Well, it's not, it would it's keep you in the course. It's not A plus, is it, Harvey? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. It's What's... not. In the, it's not in the Harvey scheme, no. It's about C in the It's keeping you in the game, but it's. <laughs> You're not getting much respect for your peers for it. Like, your folk are going, fucking hell, firm scrape through there. Uh, right. <laughs> that's what's coming to that, basically. I like, I like the mm. idea of no rehashing the pinnacle. So, like, MJF's Aye. He's very much got the same character. It's very much a case of he's going to hire help as required. But rather than just doing pinnacle 2.0 or whatever else, they're going a slightly different route and it's the money for hire type. I like that, but I uh, execution's no quite there. If mm. certainly if it's MGF's character of being the rich wee dick who can just buy a faction Aye. whenever he needs it, certainly it's it helps him. I don't know if it helps them. Yeah. Ethan Page, however, I just how you can have Ethan Page busy every week is yep. strange to me when they're suffering a, a death of talent with injuries and mm-hmm. nonsense backstage and that Ethan Page I just he's a canny mass kind of wrestler uh, he can do everything really for me. he can Aye. he can talk there's no reason he can't come out and cut his own promo and, and stand, for, yep. stand for himself um, he makes the crowd feel something uh, like you can tell like when the, Ethan Page is the only person they cheered for mm-hmm. like they reacted to yep I mean either shouting ass boys at the guns but They've got they've got X pack level. Oh no, these pricks again! Kind of heat. They've, they've, they've got plenty of heat, but I uh, like you say it's no certainly no lacking a faction. It's not the kind of heat you need. Aye, um, go away heat. I think that's what it last as <laughs> for the time being. They are effectively contracted jobbers. That's what they should be anyway. Based on the crowd reaction, like, they've got a long way to go to turn that around and be either legit threats as heels or to get the crowd on their side as baby faces they're, they're nowhere near that on either side of the aye crowd. aye I, don't, I think you're spot on there speaking of tag matches though we had a very random kind of placement of a match in this dynamite as well swerving our glory challenging the Lucha Brothers mm. for the tag team titles despite the fact we had swerving our glory announced for Grand Slam Against the acclaimed. Yep. One of the kind of weak tropes of AEW is when they do this. Mm-hmm. It annoys me. Yep. 
because you're effectively you know who's going to win for one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but one of the other tropes of AEW is that the guys in ring make you largely forget that by putting on a ridiculous match that they've no right to put on Lucha Brothers were fantastic in this match mm-hmm. and one thing it did for me was was it made me sad for what is probably the end of Keith Lee and Swerve when it hits Grand Slam because fucking hell man have they put on some sleeper hits while they've been tag champions it's a damn shame that we're in a position where and from my perspective I'm, I'm ready for them to split up now I'm ready for it like I'm <laughs> when they go together I thought like they were an, an accidental home run like Aye. They didn't. They didn't feel like they, it. Didn't feel like there was any rhyme or reason to have them be a tag team, but they just somehow what there was a there was a sort of shared charisma that like there was a there there was chemistry between them and their styles worked well together. It was genius, and then they started the heel turn nonsense with Swerve, and it just put me off it. I know the story makes a certain amount of sense and I'm kind of liking where they're going with it but like I'm, I don't want it hanging about I'm ready for it to get, to be by way like let's just let's have Swerve turn heel and then let's find out what way they want to go with Keith Lee and let's let the tag title picture move on Aye well I think that's thing you're going to get your wish there mate I think that's what's coming mm-hmm. I think it's a a title change It'll be a great moment on Dynamite when it comes, and it will come. However, I do, I do think that if they'd booked the way they are booking them now, from the very start, it would have been a lot more fun mm-hmm. with Swerving Our Glory. Yeah, I don't think it got enough exposure. I think is the, the only kind of sad thing about it. Mm-hmm. The sight of Penta hitting a Canadian destroyer and somebody the size of Keith Lee was... <laughs> Ray fucking ridiculous. There were some <clears> things in this match that I need to talk about, lads, because I just I, I cannot I cannot give anything else but love, man. I mean the, the bit is where we're and the, the Lucha Brothers always do this in tag matches where Penta hits a move and Ray runs interference with a suicide dive mm-hmm. to take out the interference of the pin. And I love it. It's, it's a tactical thing they always do. Yep. However, when Ray runs interference, he hits his suicide dive. Keith Lee catches a grown man out of the air and then throws him back in the ring like a fucking dart <laughs> to break up the pin. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. It was like cartoon fighting. It was ridiculous. Yep. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, uh, there was a lot to love about it, man. It was, it was a really fun match. It was. It's just a shame it had no meaning. I didn't it just didn't really have enough meaning. Mm. Obviously that there was the kind of minor sell before the match of Pac saying go be double champions. Well I'll be double champions. Yep. And I fair enough, they've done their wee bit of oh look, there's a story here, but aye. It's it is fast becoming one of AEW's tropes where they just throw in meaningless things. Mm-hmm. There's worse ways to fill a card though. I've got there's definitely, oh, definitely. worse ways to fill a match. I, I would rather oh, have that fun match as opposed to them just come out and getting some jobbers in just so they can do a squash match. Because that, that that used to be the WWE tactic where going into a pay per view or a big announced match, the the champions um, would have a squash match going into it to make it look as if like how, how could they possibly lose in this big match that's coming aye. up aye so aye it's, it's, it was fun the crowd loved it certainly anyway Christ the crowd absolutely loved it mm-hmm. I noticed there was a there was actually a show I think it was a wrestling revolver show at the weekend there we swerve in our glory against Rich Swan and I can't remember exactly who it was okay but there was more set heelishness for swerve at the match alright after the match, Swerve ditched Keith Lee in the ring. Oh. Because I think, I think uh, once, once uh, Swerve and her glory won, Swerve attacked Rich, swung after the bell, and Keith Lee pulled him off. Right. So then Swerve just said, fuck it, and away he went. Interesting. Ah, he said, that's, that's, that's the good thing, and it's a bad thing. Like It's good to see them putting work into their characters yep. in AEW. 
why aren't AEW do- doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, why is there no more of that? Mm-hmm. It's a shame, but ah, fuck it, it'll be a good match. Like I say, it'll be a, it'll be a good uh, Grand Slam match, and it's mm-hmm. it's going to be the loudest. The venue, the venue will be at its loudest during this tag match. By the way, I think they'll be louder here than they will in the main event. Possibly. Which is mad to consider Probably. what the main event will be. Well, I, th- I think the I think mm. the, the the parent and the hook and action Bronson might get some love. Aye, aye, for Rampage, I know. Aye, God, aye, that's random as fuck uh, as well, isn't it? See, action Bronson doing his wrestling drills. <laughs> his wee video package. <laughs> He's great, man. I, I love everything he does. He's. He, he watched any of his shows? No, man. No, I'm largely. I mean, apart from his, apart from the chairman's intent song that Hook comes out. So, aye, so obviously real, he's, he real is exposure. a rapper, but he's also a chef, and he, he does. He's got a bunch aye. of like, cooking shows and shit, man. He's he's such <laughs> a character. And then See, he, he did a he did a series of YouTube videos as well with a former world strongest man and uh, Martin's Lysis. Um, oh, I know the guy you're he, talking he about. He did aye. a series of YouTube videos with him, uh, where he was he was training with him, and, like learning some strongman stuff and that, because he's been in this kind of journey of losing weight and getting in shape. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he's he's just an absolute character, man. Also, smokes a power of weed. Like <laughs> you should check, <laughs> you should check him out on uh, the Joe Rogan experience. He had he had mm-hmm. Joe Rogan totally out his face, totally baked. Because Joe Rogan was like trying to keep up with him. <laughs> Absolutely smashed. <though. laughs> I've noticed that his uh, cookbook is in fact called "Fuck That's Delicious." Uh, that was that was mm-hmm. his show name. He had a, he had a, a cooking show called that. Show was <laughs> "Fuck That's Delicious." That it's cracking, man. I mean, man. it's just like it's total running them all sort of cook type show, like well, like the guy travels to like a new city or country or whatever else and he tries some of the local food and um, there'll be some kind of challenge or whatever else and then he'll show you how to make something at the end or whatever but um, just him as, him as like a character like he's he's just a, such a, a kind of lovable big guy he's like, he's like a big teddy bear that, <laughs> that's kind of half gangster <laughs> aye some boy like you can feel the personality through the telly aye, when he's on aye. When he's in with Hook, I've got to say that. He definitely is. He's a, he's a character, as it were. I didn't realise he was as big a star as he is either. Like, oh, he's massive in America, man. Aye, yeah. like he's huge in America. I really, I, I did not I did not expect that. Like, But fuck it, good exposure for AEW getting him in yeah. yeah. ring and doing a match. Yeah. Way. Obviously. I mean, it's 2.0, it's perfect. Unsurprising. Like, that kind of match. Oh, that's going to be a belter match. Um, <laughs> be great fun. Um, unsurprisingly, he's a New York guy. Based on obviously the fact that they're going to Arthur Ash, so like he's, ah, he's, he's, a, he's a good mm-hmm. local him, him draw and, as him well. And Hook are going to get some serious love. Oh, they will. Aye, they definitely will. I fair play. I mean, that's that's good business business for them. Then really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like it's smart business to have yeah. that sort of attraction match on your on your card, as it were. Yep. <sighs> Willow Nightingale, lads, rampage. Jim, man. Allow, allow me to moan for a couple of minutes. You can do the moaning for us, so we don't need to. Aye, <laughs> so I don't need to. So <laughs> I feel like we mentioned Willow Nightingale probably on about a once a month basis At of least, why, 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. why can she not win anything? This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> She's she's won a, in the a, women's division a bunch of matches on dark and dark elevation that are effectively meaningless. But who cares? Uh, Aye, who, any, who gives a any fuck? Anytime we bring her on to dynamite or rampage, it's it's almost every time it, it's to it's I mean to no feed job, to but like uh, it's 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 to what's the word? Um, enhancement talent. It's you know she's there to make somebody Aye. else look decent. She nice. gets a bigger reaction than anybody she faces. Yep. She looks better than most people she faces. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she always loses. Always, always, always loses. Doesn't matter what shame, happens. Man. She just loses. I really, it's, I really, really hope she she gets a big push when they sort out the Ring of Honor TV show. I, th- I hope and pray yep. that that's the reason that she's not being signed to AEW because they're, they're saving her for Ring of Honor. 
I mean, how long do you keep her in the chamber though and just do nothing though? I mean, that's the mm -hmm. thing. Like she she is like top of the card babyface, ready to go. She's outstanding. I, I, I genuinely, I think the sky's the limit with Willow. I think the sky's the absolute limit with the character, with yep. the in-ring work, with the fan reaction, yet for some reason, no. And if it's and if it's and if it is the tactic is we're saving Willow to make her a Ring of Honor Women's Champion, what the fuck are you doing? Like it's it's nearly six months mm -hmm. that she's just being held, yep. using her pop to elevate others when really they should be building round about her and making her the star. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yep. I don't know if anybody else feels like in the larger wrestling world. They could, I can't um, understand they could easily run a program where she's chasing. Um, in fact, I was going to say the world title, right? But actually, the the TBS, TBS, that's right, isn't it? For the women, aye, I was getting them mixed up. Um, they they could run a program where she's chasing the TBS title, and you know, like she has to go through the bodies and accept, like you know, do all the things to get the match, then have the big match, aye. and she falls just short. Um, and then you know somewhere online she can kind of like cut a promo that like she's representing Ring of Honor and this that and the next thing and so then she then goes on to um, have a match with Mercedes Martinez assuming she's still going to be holding on to the belt for a bit yet you know like build mm -hmm. it up so that then that match really means something because um, Ma Martinez can easily lean more into the heel side again Um and, uh, Again, she's injured, by the way, Martinez. Um, so, like, let it be a slow burner, and then have Willow win the belt near the time that the Ring of Honor shows due to kick off, so that you've got this newly aye. crowned well, champion possibly. that everybody loves. But in the meantime, make her mean something. Like, make us really want her to be like the next TBS champion, and let her have a really Is good it? close match with with Jade. I have a question. Is it time to unify both singles titles for the women and create women's tag titles? Get rid of either the TBS or the world title, have a single women's singles titles and get tag belts in the women's division. Because all we see are tag matches, multi-women matches. It would let more women be on TV. Hmm. Why Why? Why a separate singles title and why not tag I don't, belts? I wouldn't Do we say this at the creation of the... Aye. The TBS, if, if I remember correctly. Aye, I would have rather it was, at that time I would have rather had the tag titles, but I think now I wouldn't I would recommend taking a backward step. I wouldn't take a belt away. Um, But I would I would be very uh, happy to see the tag titles introduced. Um, especially when, when we're in a position where the TBS title is defended very infrequently now at this point. Aye. Um, and they're still trying to kind of baby Jade along a wee bit and then obviously there's the murkiness with the the world title with everything going on with Thunder Rosa and as she is she is injured and if, if it's real or fake is she coming back at any point like what's actually happening there so there's a, kind of a lot going Aye. on with that that's causing quite a kind of stagnant effect like there's no movement nobody can climb the ladder because there's this just <laughs> like uh, dead, dead, dead stop at the at the top. So, um, I think if you brought in the the tag titles, I think it would really freshen up the women's division as a whole, and it would create a real sort of reason necessity to get some really fun matches out of the women's side of the roster on I a weekly so. basis. I think the best women's matches are always tag matches, mate. Um, and then if if that goes as well as it probably would and should. And it generates enough interest and lets them play out some good programs and, and create some drama. And um, there's always that opportunity to go down the lines of having a tag team implode and fall out, turning folk heel and face and all the rest of it. That could really help um, sort of prop up the, the sort of two kind of singles divisions, um, with the, you know, with the two titles they've got for the women. So I think I think the right move would be. While, while there's nothing else happening bring in the tag titles now but it really felt like they were pushing towards that with the whole Thunderstorm thing with Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm and then they were leaning into 
um, Britt Baker and, and Jamie Hayter as, as the kind of heel side it felt like they were uh, moving towards that as possibly the the match for the inaugural women's tag champs um, and then potentially the injury alleged or otherwise for Thunder Rosa's derailed their plans so I don't know what happens God knows man what do you think about Jade Cargill being challenged by Diamante <sighs> just I mean it's just another shite match isn't it <sighs> interesting tidbit <laughs> Diamante's partner is one of the baddies Aye. Kira Hogan right <laughs> Um, with social media and everything we know everything so <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, it makes I, I know we've got to buy into kayfabe and that but it makes mm. why would Kira Hogan be against her missus like mm-hmm. yep um, there better be a good reason for that because see if it's just the baddies interfere and Diamante gets beat fucking throw that in the bin well, mm. it's, it's, straight in the bin I don't there's no way Diamante's are a legit threat I mean, in f- oh, she's not either. in fairness, like she's been winning matches, tag matches, and singles matches on dart and stuff. Like they've been building her up slowly but surely. Yeah. But nah, she's no, <laughs> she's no a threat to that title. Nah, not at all. Do like her entrance. I like the gunshot bit. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's where my interest goes with Diamante because she's never off. Of dark. That's all she ever is is on dark. Fine, she's she's capable, she's again. decent, but... Oh, absolutely, in ring, very good. Uh, unfortunately, we're <sighs> not getting rid of Jade yet. I mean, not that I want rid of her, but the, the current kind of character that she's got and the title run, I'm, I'm done and by with that, so... It needs a wee bit of change for me. But again, funnily enough, there is a lot that I actually really enjoy Jade's thing. Like, I don't really like the kind of the Jade Cargill sort of that bit show, as it were. It splits people. I think it's a marmite thing. We're we're in the we don't like marmite kind of camp. <laughs> I'm I'm well aware that like I'm not the target audience for that character. I get that. Aye. There's there is definitely a reason and I need to have somebody like her, but I just think her time as the, the TBS champ is is done in by way. It's it's time to move her own and let her do something different. There's going to be a time when she looks human, like mm-hmm. it's it's always just Superhuman never gets beat, and that that is the other thing. Like you, you need to have character development, whether it's a heel or a babyface. That, that you can't just have the same person doing the same thing every week. There's going to be stakes. Mm-hmm. Going to be something. <laughs> Before we go, <laughs> just a wee random jump across the old fence, as it were. What about uh, Logan Paul? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Challenge, challenging Roman Reigns for the WWE title. Uh, um, <laughs> So that's going to be the headline of the Saudi Arabian Crown Jewel show. With Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. I guess Logan Paul's a big star in Saudi Arabia. I don't know. I would have never thought it was that big a deal in Saudi. But there, aye. I mean, love it or hate it, he's a massive star. Mm-hmm. Folk will be ask, watching it just because he's there, so... He'll draw massive mm-hmm. eyes. Again, as he always does to anything he does, whether you like him or not. I'm more offended by the fact that they decided to do the, the stupid press conference than the, the fact that that's the match. Like, it's never really been there seen no, doing press like conferences. The, WWE. The, the card for Saudi is always going to be a bit nuts because the the Saudis Aye. pumping money and expect to see certain stars and stuff like they they get a wee bit heavy handed with their kind of wants and demands when when WWE's coming to town to put on a show. I remember they wanted the Ultimate Warrior one year. Aye. Uh, and uh, there was the bloody <laughs> Crown Prince is like book the ultimate warrior what was the match no. <laughs> your cousin uh, as well was it Undertaker and Goldberg and then Goldberg nearly killed the Undertaker oh that was so damn it Jesus broke his neck um, oh shit aye so no great but uh, where was I going with this uh, oh I had the press conference so Triple H and Shawn Michaels as well uh, aye, aye. Um, <laughs> Jesus I just, I just don't get why like the the, the kind of post fight scrums cool aye like other promotions do them well enough that it, it makes sense to get involved with that it can work but the press conference try to like hype a match up come on like there's that's an insult to our intelligence is surely like 
It was a wee bit. <laughs> and then, did you see the, the clip with Logan Paul's King Green at the, oh, you're the head of the table, whatever else, you know, every industry I, I'm in, I'm the table. I am the table. Uh, <laughs> is he taking the piss? Is he, is he aware of what Botchamania is? <laughs> he said it like... He must have known. Surely he knows. I mean, he, he's going by his face. Either he's, he's getting really good at acting. I or am like the he, table. He, he thought that was a good line. <laughs> I really hope that he's trying to be a bit wrestling meta there and he's watched Botchamania before. I With the eye on the table, but it's where the table doesn't break right. under the power bomb. Uh, <laughs> if that's the case, fair play. To I, 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 I don't know whether that's up no, but it's <laughs> just a not, bit mate. probably not shite to me. I mean, I'm sure there's an audience for it. I'm, I'm just past that yeah. kind of thing. Like, I can just about tolerate like the kind of rankings style of thing that AEW have at times. Um. And I, I like the post fight uh, or post event fight doesn't seem like the right word. Ah, uh, the media scrums. The media scrums uh, after the pay per views and stuff. I like them because it's interesting to see like who's willing to kind of break kayfabe and who stays in character and like you get wee interesting tidbits out of them. Um, but like a fake press conference, like just why? Aye, uh, why bother? Why indeed, mate. Why indeed. Well, lads, following us. Why are we going following us this week, lads? What the hell? Is, I mean, not, the racing's off. Following us, something's coming, but we're not telling you what. You just need to tune in <laughs> and find out. It'll be Harvey that is leading it. Previous to moi oh. and the AEW match. Ah, <laughs> hell. Oh, you're going to have to. <laughs> Sweet. Gotta have to do something, mate. Pull your arse. <laughs> Prior to AEW Mash, we have another MMA Mash covering another UFC card with Christ, quite a lot of mad fights again, really. Uh, what was the headlight? Sandhagen and. Oh, that's the man. That's the very man. Song a few cracking fights. Song Yudong, of course. Uh, a couple of cracking fights Did. on there. Uh, a couple of cracked Mr. faces. Robocop. What a guy. A couple of cracked faces, cracked open light eggs. <laughs> It's all good times, it's all good stuff, plenty of good banter. As always, if you like it, tell a pal, tell a stranger, tell a family member. Up to you. Play up to you. We are out here for this week. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye, driver. Bye, driver. Bye, driver.